Welcome to Fiercely Forward, the no bullshit podcast to finding your brave, bold, true self. We are your hosts, Jennifer Yassin and Alyssa Zangetti, and we are all about owning your personal story and fiercely using it as fuel to move forward towards living the life you have always dreamed about. We talk all things from relationships, career, personal growth, mindset, and beyond to help you navigate this wild ride we call life. Real conversations, real stories, and real people where no topic is off limits. This won't be your parents' dinner conversations. So come join us as we go fiercely forward. All right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, my friend. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I am excited we're finally recording this episode. We have had this topic on our list for a long time. And this is about Mm -hmm. taking our own advice. (laughs) (laughs) We are great at giving advice. I'm going to give ourselves some props for that. And I say that because we have received a lot of feedback from people, not just from this podcast, but, you know, in our own lives that I know we are both good listeners and we have been able to help a lot of people in their own lives. But sometimes, most of the time, I know we are not great at taking our own advice. (laughs) So we thought it would be a great topic to talk about on the podcast here. Yeah, I think it's a really good topic. And I think a lot of people probably suffer from this too. It's like, man, I should really follow my own advice. Like how often do you find yourself saying that? And I know for me, I find myself saying that a ton. Right. And we've talked about it's always easier to get involved in other people's problems because it's easier than dealing with our own problems, right? It's so much easier to give people advice about their own problems. And it's so much easier and clearer when you're looking at someone else's life or someone else's problems than to really look at your own. Like it's a much different lens when you're on the outside looking in than when you're on the inside trying to look out, so to speak. A hundred percent. And I use this phrase a lot, like you can't read the label inside the jar and it's easier to to see it from the outside in. On one hand, it's easier to deal with someone else's problems because we're also looking at it objectively. We don't have our own personal emotions and how we feel about a subject matter wrapped up in it. And on the other hand, it's just easier to look at because we're outside of it. Again, we don't have ourselves tied into it. And on the other hand, like you mentioned, it's easier to deal with than our own because again, it's a lot easier. Right. It just is. I mean, it really just is. I mean, it's harder when it's your own life because it just seems so simple, right? It's funny. Like when it's someone else's life, it's so cut and dry. It's so black and white when you look at it. Like I'll look at someone else's problems and I'm like, okay, you know, X, Y, Z, do this, do that. And it just seems so simple and so clear. However, if it was me or my life, it's not so simple. It's not so clear. And it becomes very convoluted. And I'm like, but it's always the what if, but this, but that, but there's a situation, but here's this, but here's that. And I can come up with five different other scenarios as to why it's not so simple. And it's just always so interesting to me why it's just so much easier when it's someone else, but when it's our own situations, why we can't seem to filter it that way and why we can't take our own advice. Like we know what we need to do in most situations, but we can't always seem to execute the way we should be executing or the way we know we need to execute. Again, I don't love that word should. 
Yeah. I mean, I I think it comes down to this other point that we want to make is that we end up settling into circumstances and accepting circumstances that are less than ideal for us because it's comfortable, because it's safer, because we don't know what's on the other side that's going to be happening. And it's easier to be the victim than to have ownership of your life because, right, it's easier to blame someone for your circumstances that they are the way they are rather than taking accountability and ownership and what you can do. Because it's hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I fucked up or I messed up or I didn't do this as well as I could have done it. And then we have a lot of shame around that. But the truth is we need to look at ourselves because that's the only way that we're going to grow. And we are the victor of our life. We are not the victim. Everything that we're doing is all by choice, whether it's conscious or not. The whole idea is to bring a consciousness to why we are making the choices that we're making, what's contributing to those choices so that we can make better choices to live a different life. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting perspective too, right? Like that whole victim versus victor, because, and I know we've talked about this, right? Like you have to feel some of these things, right? Sometimes you have to be the victim. Mm -hmm in the moment or like when things first happen, like you have to feel through things. You have to grieve some things. And part of the healing process is to feel those things. You have to acknowledge that things happen. You can't just pretend bury it because it's eventually going to rise to the top again. Mm -hmm. And so I think that is one important part that people have to acknowledge. You can't just assume like you just like let these things go away. Like I feel like a lot of times when people are, oh, you know, you need can't be the victim. Don't play the victim. Yes, you can't stay in that period forever, but you do get to grieve through those things. You do get to acknowledge that they happened and that you experience those things, but you can't stay there forever. That's when you have to move to becoming the victor in the circumstance. You have Mm -hmm. to go through that healing process. You have to go through the hard hard stuff to eventually become that victor. That's where that healing process comes through. And that's where I think it gets tricky because people don't want to do the work. It's just easier to stay in that victim mode or you get into that whole toxic positivity, right? You get so much in the, I'm going to be the victor and everything's good and everything's fine. And I'm not going to become a victim, but you're not dealing with the crap either. You're not actually healing from any of those traumas or your situations. And you're getting into this like toxic positivity, but you're actually not dealing with anything. Yeah. I think those are two really important parts to make. One is it's really important to grieve what could have been, what you hoped would have been, like take into account our relationships that, you know, we wanted this life. We wanted this life and it was quote unquote taken away from us. But it's not that we can't have that life. It's like that person wasn't it for us or that wasn't the right circumstance. But it's still okay to grieve that this happened because we have to give ourselves the comfort of saying, I know that's terrible. That's terrible that happened. I understand and I see you, right? And to your point, it's okay to say at some point, 
I've grieved and now I can move on. And you're not moving on in the sense that forgetting it ever happens. You're taking it with you as those are lessons and you remember how that felt. Because again, we're bonding over how we feel. That's why our stories were able to relate to each other. The circumstances may be different, but we relate based on how we feel or how we felt in those moments. And the toxic positivity thing, I think is a really important point to make because we can't just say, I'm great and I'm going to be okay and have this positive mindset all the time when truth be told, we don't believe that. And we don't believe that because we never dealt with that. We never dealt with the feelings that we needed to deal with and look at it and heal it and then ask ourselves open and honestly, what do we need? What do you need? What do you need to heal? What do you need to be different? What did you need then that you don't have or that you need now that you didn't have then? And asking yourself these really tough questions the same way you would give advice to a friend. And I think it really is important to understand that the advice that we so easily give to others, we can easily give it to ourselves. We have to build a relationship with ourselves first. Yeah, I think it's so true. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really great point is the way you build a relationship with a friend, you need to build that same kind of relationship and trust with yourself. And I think that's what we forget a lot of times. You build trust with someone else. You've got to build that same level of trust with yourself. And I think most people don't do that. (laughs) Nope. And you can't really have solid relationships with others if you don't have a strong relationship with yourself because you can't get what you need from others because you haven't given it to yourself. And then you'll be, like we talked about in our previous birthday episode, having expectations on others that they can't fill because you are not filling it yourself. And that's really important is to understand what you need. So you can go out and seek it in others and the right people. If you keep attracting people that don't value you and you don't feel seen or heard or supported, well, it's because you haven't given yourself the opportunity to attract them. Where are you feeling valued, seen and supported in yourself? Right. So true. And I think the other part about taking your own advice is it's about taking action really is what it comes down to. And like with others, right? Like you're giving advice, but it's up to them to take the action. So Mm -hmm. even if you're trying to like listen to yourself, it's really about taking the action. That's really what it comes down to. Even if you're hearing yourself and like, okay, yes, like here are all these things. I know I need to take this step. I know I need to do this thing. It's about not taking the action. That's really what it's coming down to. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard, right? Like that's really what it comes down to is taking these actions, taking these steps forward, right? As we always talk about moving fiercely forward. And so it means like you're probably stuck. If you're not taking your own advice, it means you're not taking action and you're not moving forward. And so why, like really evaluating why why are you stuck? What's happening? You're not healing. Like what is keeping you stuck there? Is it fear? Is it a safety thing? Like what is really that inner factor that's keeping you stuck there? Yeah. And, you know, for me recently, I've really had to ask myself these hard questions to understand what's going on with me. Why am I here? What is it that I'm holding on to? And really trying to ask myself why and what am I trying to learn and 
what do I need to release? What do I need to keep? And I think the most important thing about taking your own advice, it's not necessarily just taking your own advice, is really asking introspective questions because there's a reason you're not taking your own advice. It's because you don't want to cope. I mean, that's really what it's coming down to, right? <laughs> you don't want to face the reality of it. And again, it's this creates a cycle of, well, let me get involved in other people's problems because then if I can busy my life in doing all these other things or mm. being of help and service to others, it feels good because you feel like you're doing good out in the world and you're helping others. But all the while, you're not helping yourself, mm-hmm. which is great, right? We want to help others and we want to be of service to others. I'm not saying don't do that. But if you're constantly being of service to others and helping others to not be able to hide in terms of helping yourself, then that's not good. Like you have to really be able to take a look at that and say, okay, am I doing all of this? Because it's an avoidance tactic, essentially. Like I'm able to avoid dealing with my own crap because I'm helping others deal with theirs. Yeah, it is. It basically is an avoidance strategy. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's really what it comes down to, right? (laughs) You really think about it. I think the next time, you know, leaving our audience with something tangible that they can use is the next time you find yourself giving advice that you wish you would take for yourself, really look at what's holding you back from taking your own advice or what's a challenge for you to put it into practice or what's the fear that is coming up for you about putting it into practice. Because typically we don't do things out of fear. We do it out of fear of rejection. We do it out of fear of being seen and being vulnerable. Where's that fear coming from? Yeah. And I think in terms of other tangible things you can do is if you're spending a lot of time, you realize you're spending a lot of time showing up for others, like take a step back and evaluate. Have you shown up for yourself this week? Like really face yourself in the mirror, like be honest with yourself. Have you shown up for yourself? Because there's always something we could be dealing with for ourselves, right? Like even if there's not like this immediate huge trauma or thing, there's always something you can be showing up for yourself for. Even if it's something small, like be honest with yourself because chances are you're probably not taking enough time for yourself to really face those things. And the other thing I was going to say too, going back to the toxic positivity thing in terms of, again, tangible things that people could walk away with is watch yourself on social media because this is something that I have really learned for myself in the last few months on social media is watch what you're consuming on social media, number one. But also number two, there is, in my opinion, a lot of toxic positivity on social media. All these things you should be doing like do this, do that. To be successful, you need to do this. Like there's a lot of people telling you a lot of things you should be doing and it can be very overwhelming. And there's a lot of people again saying all of these things like you need to be positive. You stop with the negativity, throwing out a lot of these statements, (laughs) which are true in theory, but they come from a much deeper place and require much deeper work. (laughs) It's not just to say, like we were saying earlier, like don't just like block out all this stuff. So I just caution people what you're consuming and to not just take it for a surface level. Don't just like read something on social media and say, oh, I got to be positive. I got to stop being negative. Like it's not so again, cut and dry like that. Like it takes more work. Like you've got to Again, apply yourself, really learn these principles. It's much deeper work and a much deeper level. And don't just like buy into, oh, I just can't be negative. I just can't be negative. Like again, you could get into quantum theories. Like there's a whole host of things out there, right? But I just am really fearful over a lot of stuff that 
that people are putting out there on social media that I think can really lead people down some dark places, honestly. Yeah, I think it's a really fair point that you mentioned. Uh, you're one person, how much can you implement? And again, all the advice is great. All the advice is gold. It has nothing to do with the quality of advice, although some advice is better than others. <laughs> the point is that it doesn't work unless it's applied knowledge is power because it gives you the ability to put it into practice. But if you can put all of this into practice, then it's all for nothing. And nothing changes if nothing changes. And nothing's going to change if you don't put things into action. And so while getting all of the information is awesome, you can only utilize it every so often and putting it into practice when those circumstances arise. So that's why it's important. All you do have is the present. You only can have this moment now. So I think this was super helpful. It was great yeah. your perspective and hearing it reflected back to me. And uh, I was just going to say one thing, I think in putting it into practice in a healthy and in a practical way yeah. is the key to it, right? Like, again, there's a lot of things being said out there that you can change your mindset it's not that simple. <laughs> like there's much bigger theories and ways to learn and implement this. So I just want to encourage people to be learning these principles in a very healthy and implementing them in a healthy way. Yeah. And find out what works for you, right? What works for someone else isn't necessarily going to work for you. And that's okay. Remember you're a different being. You. Yes. Have characteristics and traits. And even though we, Alyssa and I are very similar, frankly, she is very organized. I'm not. And so that's an easy surface level example of our differences. And so we leverage her organization skills for the preparation of our podcast. And that's great, right? <laughs> so I show up very differently and that's okay. And I accept myself. I know my flaws and it doesn't mean I cannot try to work on my flaws, but those are my quote unquote flaws. I have a different zone of genius. And so my point is by pointing this out, friends, is that remember, you can only do what you can do. It doesn't mean that you should try to do what everyone else is doing. Yeah. Means. And like, we've talked about this before, right? Like we are not morning people, right? But like all these success coaches and whatever, you've got to be up at 5am and you've got to like do this and you've got to do that. Well, you know what? That is not my time that that is my zone of genius. And once I let that go, like things changed for me so much <laughs> because I was always fighting it and I was like trying to get up. And then I was just like, I'm starting my day in such a negative space. It did not align for me. Once I let that go and realized, okay, I'm a night owl. I do better when I work at 10 p.m. And that's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be the same for everybody. Like, you find what works for you and you can be successful and do things in your own way. And those are the people that you should seek out. Everybody does things differently and there is no one blueprint for everybody. 100%. I love that. That's so great. Well, hopefully this was helpful, friends. This was certainly helpful for me. Again, hearing it reflected back through Alyssa yes. and to see how you are going to be taking your own advice. Yes, we would love to hear comments and feedback from you guys about this episode or really any episode as we are sharing them and would love to hear your thoughts about taking your own advice and if this resonates with you. Yeah. And I would love to also say, if you feel called to, we'd love to have your thoughts on the podcast overall. Give us a review if you found it helpful. The reviews help us get seen. So we just appreciate all of your feedback and words as we continue to grow. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening in. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you and hope it helps you go fiercely forward in your own journey. If you like this episode, please do share it with others. We believe in the power of sharing stories to inspire and guide people throughout their lives. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode.